Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday. You know what that means. It's lighting up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and guess what? We have the most special, special guest host that I cannot believe that I talked him into coming back. Please give it up for for Mr. Matt Sucker. Hello? Hello. <laughs> You're being like Lenny. I was, just, I was just impersonating Lenny because that guy was awesome, man. I love <laughs> Welcome. How are you? Oh, Matt, I missed you so much. Welcome back. I'm so happy you agreed. We had to pay you some extra money and bribe you to get you just a guest host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, once in a while, you know. Uh, first, before we get into our little chit-chat, let's just say hello to our listeners, Matt, who you've missed, the uh, United States of China, Israel, and Jordan. Oh, my God. Guess who's listening? Korea's listening, the Netherlands, and Australia. I have a North Korean story uh, today, so Korea, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how I have you wait. been? How's the tour guide business? It's crazy busy. It's keeping me busy, 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 you know? Um, I don't even know what day I was telling you briefly before the show. I'm so tired. Barb dragged me to a Hanukkah party last week and like just propped me up on the couch like a piece of furniture and like left me there and went had fun because and I said, (laughs) (laughs) happy Hanukkah to you and happy Hanukkah to you, too. Today is, well, it's pretty much over for you guys, uh, but today is the yeah. last day of Hanukkah. We don't light on the eighth day because we did it the night before, uh, but it's uh, it's called Zot Hanukkah. This is Hanukkah. It's a very auspicious time. And um, did you have a good Hanukkah, a good week? Actually, you know, we really did because last year's Hanukkah was like the worst ever. We were... In America, everyone had COVID. We were like, it was just like, you know, family issues. It was just like a nightmare. So now this year, um, you know, my other son made Aliyah. So now my whole family lives in Israel. We we had a great Hanukkah. We we lit every menorah every night and ate tons of uh, fried food and sufganiyot, packed on some pounds, and now I can like put on the Santa Claus costume. <laughs> 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 but you know what, man? I love it. And I love um, it, it's actually a very, very cool holiday. You know, it's like yeah. the ultimate Zionist badass holiday. And I love when you're on Facebook and you watch all the people in America that, you know, from your old life. Oh, hey, happy Hanukkah. And they're all right. Menorahs and like, you know, with the Christmas stockings hanging behind them. And you just know, <laughs> you know, if you probably knew the real story, you, I wonder how you would really feel about the religious zealots. Well, you know, it's interesting that you just brought that up because I was uh, I have I, seen a lot of Jewish people uh, with posts uh, talking about you know, Christmas and even uh, there's a girl that I grew up with who I know for a fact 
is Jewish. And she posted a picture of her and her children in front of their Christmas tree with all these presents. And it's very disturbing. Now, no, no, Jews? Yes, I know for yeah, a fact yeah, 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 she's yeah, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I grew so up with her. I went to high school with her. And I and I didn't say anything, but I just don't understand it. I don't get yeah, it. I don't I don't listen, I don't I, say, I said to my wife, I'm like, I'm like, look, look, look at these like, you know, it's one thing if it's a mixed marriage, you know, I get that, right? You know, I have friends, you know, one partner is Jewish, one partner is, you know, Christian, so they do the Hanukkah Christmas thing. But I you know, I see pictures of people who are Jewish with the Christmas tree. I'm like, What what are you doing? Right. I don't get it, but you know. Anyway, so did you have Chinese food for Christmas? <laughs> uh, when would that have been? Uh, oh, wait, Saturday? Was that? No. When What's was today? Today's the 26th of Christmas. Today's Monday. Day oh, yesterday. Yesterday. Right? yesterday. No. Uh, I actually, no, I did not. You <laughs> I know, I, I got to tell I you. I had cereal. Can... I had Lucky Charms. <laughs> did you go to a movie? No, no. I had Lucky Charms. I was so to our So to our listeners around the world, so there's a – and I think it's an American thing, I have to imagine. Yeah. On Christmas, Jews all go to a movie and eat Chinese food because it's like the only thing open. That's right. I remember when I was in the States, a gym buddy of mine comes up to me. He's like, um, hey, man, uh, I was invited. Uh, he was going through a divorce. He was invited over to spend Christmas with some Jewish friends of his, and he didn't really know what to expect. And I'm like, expect Chinese food and maybe a movie. And he was like, what? <laughs> I told him. And he comes back. He's cracking up. He's like, oh, my God, man, we went to a movie and ate Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the typical uh, Jewish uh, Xmas. Right, nothing else is open. And what else are you going to do? The world. Right. Is, I, you know what? I'll be honest. In the States, I liked Christmas because the world would stop, man. There was nothing you had to do. And no one wanted anything from me. <laughs> <laughs> you could study Torah. That's what I did, too. I always went skiing. <laughs> um, Matt, I want to Steve, I want to start. <laughs> it's so weird having you here. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, I was listening. I was telling you before we went on the air this week, I knew you were coming on. So I listened to some of our old shows. I highly suggest anyone go on this site, Israel News Talk Radio, look up, lighten up and go to our backlog of all of our old shows. Some of them are really, uh, really, really funny. Um, but I wanted to uh, start off our show with something that you, you might be familiar with this person. Now, uh, do you know of a reporter? She reported on she was a reporter on Fox News, but she was like the liberal uh, she was like the reporter that always came on Fox News and and had the liberal, the progressive point of view. Her name was um, Kathy Aru. Do you know who she is? No. If you saw her face, you would know who she is. I'm going to try to show you a picture of her. Uh, hold on. You see that? You see her? Do you remember her? Can you get closer? Do you remember her? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I used to watch her all the time. Listen to this headline. Former Fox News regular arrested on charges of kidnapping and financially exploiting her mother. <laughs> this woman who I remember seeing, she used wow. to go on Tucker. She used to go on Tucker Carlson all this all the time. And uh, she was called the liberal Sherpa. And he would debate her. And she was. Insane. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That's well, now, crazy, man. It says Kathy Aru, a former political analysis for Fox News, has been arrested and faces felony charges in South Florida. 
She's a Florida woman. <laughs> uh, it says here she uh, tried uh, to com- to crimes she's committed against her own mother, including kidnapping and theft of two hundred and twenty four thousand dollars. How do you kidnap your own mom? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I, you know, I guess you keep her in a closet someplace for the Social Security check. <laughs> well, it says here. Aru, Kathy Aru, who in appearances on Fox News was touted as providing the liberal viewpoint. It oh, it figures, right? The liberals are always the nut ones. It says uh, is also accused of twice forcing her 88-year-old mother into a nursing home against her will. How do you force a, your mom into a nursing home against her will? <laughs> there was – there was listen, there was a movie – gosh – I think it's on Netflix, man. There was a movie. It was called I Care A Lot. And it was about um, some lawyer who gets people committed so she can, like, clean them out. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> it was – It was. yeah. I forget who was – I forget the name of the, the actress. It was, a, it was a great movie. Well, they're charging her. She's 51 years old, charging her with kidnapping, exploitation of the elderly, and organized scheme to defraud – She's allegedly used uh, false documents to take possession of her mother's house, stole money from her mother's bank accounts, and made purchases on a credit card she fraudulently opened in her mother's name. Uh, and then she, like, took off to Mexico. <laughs> but they got her. And then there's a picture of her, 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 her you know, when they arrested her. I want to see if I could pull it up because, boy, she looks terrible, Burb. <laughs> Although I don't know where it is now. But she she also – it also said here – that last year or in 2019, she tried to sue Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson for sexual harassment. <laughs> Needless to say, it got thrown out of court. She was probably making it up. She's literally insane. Isn't that a crazy story? Wow, that kind of is. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't, uh, you know, defraud your mother, would you? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> no, I would yeah. not defraud my mother. <laughs> There are some people that like to kidnap, but not. Uh, how do you? I just but don't understand. How, fraud. No, I just don't understand how you kidnap your own mother. But yeah, so uh, tip another liberal uh, who's you know going to be in prison for a very long time. <laughs> well, then again, maybe not. <laughs> well, no, she, no, she. They're they're going to throw the book at her. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, that's a crazy story. <laughs> oh wow, wow, man! How about that? Hey, I saw this. Here's a funny story. Um, uh, when um, the Nets were playing the Detroit Pistons, remember the Kyrie Irving? Yes. Ha-ha? Yeah. So they were playing during Hanukkah, and so the Pistons would put up in the jumbotron. Happy Hanukkah! <laughs> Big Hanukkah greens to Kyrie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey, well, speaking of the first night of Hanukkah, you saw what the New York Times did, right? Their crossword puzzle in the shape of a swastika. hi I saw it. that. Come on, man. No, that, that was true. I, accident, it's true. Right? No, no, it wasn't an accident. Give me a break. Ah, you got to love America. No, not really. <laughs> anyway, stick around. Thank you, Matt, for being a guest host. We're going to be uh, right back after these messages. We got a lot of crazy stories. So uh, thank you for joining us on Israel News Talk Radio. Lighten up. No, keep talking. <laughs> See, Matt, you come on the show and I'm already screwing up. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio, and let's welcome our amazing, handsome host from the Holy Land. Oh, you got it, Mr. So Matt Zucker. Nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Stephen. Good to be back. I How guess. <laughs> I miss you. I really have. Okay. Beautiful. I'm trying to bring up this article, and uh, my phone is going crazy. Okay, here we go. Now, Matt, this is—I don't know if you've—you've you've been busy being a tour guide, and I am—I am—I uh, am. Uh, I've my been phone busy is going nuts. learning to be a tour guide. I'm not a tour guide yet. Okay. Um, wow. You know what? This is killing me. Did you hear what happened to our vice president? About 130 migrants were bussed to her house on Christmas Eve. Illegal. <laughs> was she home? I have no idea if she was home. It was uh, sent from Governor, Te- uh, on, from Governor uh, Abbott from Texas. And I had the, uh, I had the, uh, the article, but now the New York Times must be censoring me and it's not letting me read it. <laughs> but apparently... Uh, you know, because our Did borders you pay your are subscription. Uh, <laughs> they don't give our, you free stuff. I don't think. I, I was reading it for free before, and now all of a sudden, it's not letting me read it. But uh, it's fine. I know the story. Basically, uh, 130 migrants were bussed from Texas right to the vice president Kamala Harris's house. So all 130 illegal immigrants came to her front door at a bus, I guess, sent from Governor Abbott in Texas. On Christmas Eve. And, you know, of course, the liberals are freaking out. It was so cold. And he's sending children and people who aren't dressed for winter attire. Of course not, because they were dumping everybody off in Texas. So uh, the governor just said, you know what? We're going to get a bus and we're sending them right to the vice president's house. (laughs) That that border stuff still going on, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. We're millions of illegals. It's just like, can you imagine just, uh, you know, Christmas Eve and a knock? Hello. <laughs> she thinks, oh, there goes my dog barking. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was Christmas carolers. Ca- ca- what is it? Christmas carolers? Carolers. Carolers. People, yeah, people singing as she Such opens the door. <laughs> and it's 130 illegal Mexicans. Hello. Are you the vice president? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. You know what, man? I have to tell you, like, that's one of the beautiful things about as busy as I have been. I, I don't watch any news. Well, Matt, I don't like to watch either, but, you know, it's something called show research. Prep, show prep. Yeah. Yeah. But so, uh, of course, they're all up in arms, you know, how how inconsiderate on the coldest night of the year. I think it's absolutely hysterical. Did but, they get hey. them any Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> only only in the Jewish Mexicans. <laughs> uh, Matt, so speaking of, uh, so here's a good story. You're going to love this. This is absolutely crazy, okay? Hopefully I can read Go. this. All right. Here's the headline. A man, this happened this week. A man in New York assaulted in an anti-Semitic attack. Now, we hear this every day in New York, right? Every day in New York, Jews are getting attacked. It's part of Ho hum, just another day in paradise. Move That's on, right. nothing to see here. But here, uh... <laughs> You want to hear what the attacker screams while he's attacking this person? The attacker yells, Kanye, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> this is MAGA country. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you're going to love this story. It gets funnier. Listen to this. A suspect is at large after a 63-year-old man was assaulted in New York's Central Park, according to the New York Police Department. Um, police are calling the incident an anti-Semitic attack based on developing details. So it says here the man was walking in the park uh, when another man in his mid-40s allegedly ambushed him from behind. It says, according to the police, the suspect yelled anti-Semitic insults as well as Kanye 2024. <laughs> and then um, the alleged attacker, I don't know why they say alleged. He obviously did it. <laughs> why do they say alleged? I guess because it was not adjudicated yet. So, you know. Okay. So he left. And it says here, um, <laughs> you're going to love this, Matt. The assailant left the scene <laughs> on a bicycle with an attached trailer that had a sign reading hungry and disabled (laughs) (laughs) the hungry disabled guy can still commit assault on the jew though (laughs) that's right apparently this guy's getting beat up by a homeless disabled guy (laughs) it's main thing eddie murphy from trading places I read this story and I'm like, look, I don't want to laugh at an anti-Semitic attack, but are you kidding me? You're getting beat up by a disabled homeless guy on a bike who's hungry? I don't think the guy was probably really disabled. I think it was probably his ruse. His day job is to be a fake disabled guy. And he has the sign to, you know, scam money from people. That would be my guess. I love that story. (laughs) If only he were really disabled. I I think he was disabled. Certainly mentally. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> so I thought that was a great story. Just, you know, you, you know you, you're you in the hospital. Maybe, I don't know. He, he like, broke his uh, – he, like, chipped. He fell on the ground. It says he broke his tooth. I think he, I think he broke a wrist or something or broke his oh, arm. Wow. I, I have no idea. But you can imagine just being in the hospital. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, what are you in for? And like, yeah, yeah I, an anti-Semitic attack. And they're like, oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> Did you see the guy? Yeah, he was, uh, he was disabled, and he had a, a sign that said – Please feed me. I'm hungry. And he rode off on a bike. Just throw him an apple or something. And, you know, did they did they they didn't catch the guy, did they? Uh, Not yet. (laughs) Okay, he won't do any time anyway. It doesn't matter. But it's just funny that the guy was disabled. (laughs) But I love the fact that he's yelling Kanye 2024, just like Jesse Smollett. Right. He's like the Jesse Smollett version. You know, where remember when he when he said that he got beat up by two white guys and they said, this is mad. Yeah, but he faked it. Okay, he faked it, but I'm saying MAGA country. MAGA country. <laughs> Kanye 2024. I mean, it's just hysterical. Like, like, does this guy think Kanye's going to help help him? The man's homeless and disabled and hungry. You think Kanye's going to feed him and give him his arms or legs back? I don't understand. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, well, listen, man, not to talk about Kanye too much, but what did you think about Trump's dinner with him and that other Jew hater? Ah, that's old news. <laughs> oh, really? Like I said, I don't really watch the news. Sorry. I have no new news to talk about. Sorry, yeah. Matt. Yeah, Matt, you're like uh, three weeks behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's, some, here's something you're going to like. Okay, so I know we, we mentioned Christmas. Um, so the Pope has an urgent message uh, for people who celebrate this holiday. It says, Pope urges humble Christmas with savings sent to the Ukraine. So this is what the Pope says. Oh, for crying out loud. I'm so sick of Ukraine, man. I finally I finally told a friend the other day, I hope they lose. Okay? I said it. I'm sick of them. <laughs> Listen, so the Pope says on Wednesday, he calls for a humble Christmas 
this year with savings from reduced spending on gifts donated to help the suffering people of the Ukraine. <laughs> so and so it says, he goes, the Pope says, it's nice to celebrate Christmas and have parties, but let's lower the level of Christmas spending a bit, he said. Let's make a more humble Christmas and more humble gifts, and let's send what we save to the people of the Ukraine. <laughs> you know, look, I'm not Catholic, so I, I, I hesitate to you know, even venture into those waters, but I, I, I find the current pope really underwhelming. <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> anyway, so for all those who, Matt, here, for all those who celebrate. All those who celebrate. Uh, it made me think of you so much. Every I, time I see that, I go, oh, Stephen Miller's popping a cork right there. <laughs> <laughs> popping a cork. For all those who celebrate, all of our listeners, please remember, uh, don't. I hope you didn't spend a lot of money on your kids and any extra money you spent. Uh, send it to the Ukraine because that's what your Pope wants. <laughs> Hi, oh, gosh. Uh, anyway, that guy Zelensky, uh, not only did he go to Israel and beg uh, for help, he came to the United States. He spoke at the Congress and they unfurled the Ukrainian flag in the Congress, which I don't think is you're supposed to. Hey, do I got that. a question. Okay, did you watch any of the coverage of that? No, because I don't watch TV anymore. All right, because I want to. I was like, did he did he wear a suit or did he wear his like no. you know, uh, gym suit? No, there was suit, a, no, he, no, he wore like a green army shirt and army khaki pants. His like his costume. Yeah, his costume. It's like you know what you're getting. The guy's another... a fraud. Okay, I can't stand him. I, I know, can't I stand them. <laughs> I can't stand him either. He's getting like forty five billion more from us, and yet he can't even wear a suit. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable so anyway uh, well that's okay you know we got another week until uh, new year's and we can start the next crazy year oh yeah what are you gonna do in uh in, for new year's matt i'm gonna study <laughs> i'll be in i'll be in bed new by year's, 10 listen man new year's is not new year's isn't so much uh, the gregorian new year's isn't so much a thing here really yeah really Oh. Christmas, I kid you not, Christmas could come and go and you would never you would never know. Well, because there's no I don't live in in a mixed city. You know, if you were in Haifa uh, or Yafo or even, you know, Jerusalem or, or Nazareth, Nazareth is half an hour from here. There's places you can go for Christmas, but it's just it's like, you know. It's not okay. a, not a thing. All right. Neither is neither is New Year's. Oh, OK. Well, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be. I never yeah. liked New Year's. <laughs> I never went out on New Year's. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, I was always in bed by ten thirty. I know, right? Why would wake me for a kiss at midnight? <laughs> oh, oh, how is Barbara doing? It's doing swell. Matthew, wake up, please. It's for your midnight kiss. Mm -hmm. Give, give mom a little sugar. <laughs> give mama some kosher sugar. <laughs> anyway, when we come back, I can't believe we're done with the second segment. We got I'm gonna bring up some crazy stories. I got a, a great cool COVID story. I've got some Bible stories. You're gonna love that archaeologists have proven that the Torah is true. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to our third and final segment, our special guest host. Let's give it up for Mr. Matt Zucker. Hey, Miss Producer, anyone else listening? If there is. No, they're all gone now, I assure you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, we're going to get right into it uh, because I found this. Now, this comes from the American Medical Association, okay? Now, you mentioned when you were here last year, you had COVID. uh, And I remember when you were here because we were trying to get together and we couldn't. It says here... People, I don't know if you if you found if you saw this uh, or heard about this. People who skip their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. Hi, oh, <laughs> yeah, but people who get their COVID vaccines are at a higher risk of getting COVID and dying from it. Hi, oh, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this. If you passed on getting the COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get into a car crash, babe. Or at least those are the studies that are being found in this month's published of the American Journal of Medicine. Uh, It says here, this is unbelievable. It says Canadian researchers, there's your problem, (laughs) Canada, examine the encrypted government held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received the COVID vaccine, okay? So they found that the unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital than those who were vaccinated. (laughs) And it says here the risk of... uh... Now, it says here, of course, skipping a COVID vaccine... They're not saying does not mean that someone will get into a car crash. Instead, the authors theorize that people who resist public health (laughs) recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines. So let me tell you something. I'm not (laughs) not going to hell with your vaccines and I'm going to go speeding. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, let me tell you something. I'm putting on a seatbelt every time, but I'm not sticking an unknown drug into my substance. Hear what they said. Uh, It says here that why would they ignore the rules of the road? (laughs) Because uh, they distrust the government, a belief in freedom, misconceptions of daily risks, faith in natural protection. I mean, give me a break. I'm not driving down the road, not wearing my seatbelt, going 80 miles an hour uh, because, you know, there's a law that says I have to wear a seatbelt. No, I'm wearing a seatbelt because if I don't, I could get killed. (laughs) The vaccine is killing people. Remember when like Canada was like the nice friendly neighbor to the north? <laughs> um, you want to hear something funny? So here's what uh, please. <laughs> it says here, uh, the findings suggest I'm trying to I'm trying to find where it said here. It basically said uh that people who ha- who uh abuse alcohol are safer than if you're driving with someone who's unvaccinated. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The the alcohol abuser is driving. You're safer with an an alcoholic driver than you are with an <laughs> unvaccinated driver? Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, it says here, uh, these data, uh, it says the findings are significant enough that primary care doctors should consider counseling unvaccinated patients and on traffic safety. So now you're going to get your doctor tell you how you need to stop at the red light and put on your seatbelt. <laughs> Listen, do you know when my kids were young, they started asking at like pediatricians offices if your parents have guns in the house? Yeah, my my uh, my my pediatrician asked me that, and I said, "Guess what? It's none of your business." <laughs> so my, tell right, Obama. My, so my, my to kids, stick my it. kids said, to the, my kids said, my kids said to the doctor, "Listen, I could tell you that, but then I'd have to kill you." <laughs> um, that was just a joke, people. He didn't. My son didn't really say that to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, Fair, I get that in before the producer said, "Please tell them you're just joking." Please tell them that you are joking. I'm trying to find where it says. Anyway, I can't find where it says because I, I, I don't have time to sit there and look through the article. But it did say that basically that uh, an abuser of alcohol is less likely to get into a car accident than someone who's unvaccinated. So, yeah. So now so now it's all about, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, people who are unvaccinated don't get in the car with them because they could get into a car accident. But if someone's drinking, <laughs> go ahead, get right in. <laughs> this made me think of you. I was reading about. Uh, the uh, a thirty year Jewish comedy tradition. Okay. It's called the Kung Pao Kosher Comedy Tour. Ooh, Kung Pao! I love Kung Pao. Yeah, it's a it's it's a comedy stand up acts on Christmas at Chinese restaurants. Get out of here! I performed in Chinese food. Right? I performed in restaurants before. Huh? Yeah. There used uh, to be a kosher Chinese restaurant in like uh, Lower East Side. What was it? Um, I kid you not. It was like Schmolka Bernstein's Kosher Chinese Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, you know that dude on Facebook with that that uh, Eliakim uh, Cohen or whatever his name. There's just some crazy dude on Facebook who lives in uh, Netanya now. Yeah, apparently, I know. So apparently opening up a Chinese restaurant. I, I wanted to send him a, 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 an email see if he was going to do Christmas specials. <laughs> He posts a lot of food on Chinese, and he always posts uh, uh, him drinking uh, uh, scotch or whiskey. No whiskey. The Jack Daniels guy. I'm like, man, yeah. that guy. His liver must be squishy. My brother. Hmm. <laughs> his liver must be. You squishy. know, the funny thing is, like, we were here. Uh, we came here with my family Christmas, like 2013, and it was really funny. My, like, we ate Chinese food like every Christmas just because it was like a family joke. But we don't even like Chinese food. Like, we didn't eat it. Just Christmas. We were coming to. Israel, my younger kid goes, all worried. Are we going to be able to get Chinese food in Israel? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but it won't be good. Yeah. Um, hey, Matt, you want to hear a cool Bible story? Yeah. Okay, listen to this. So a friend sent me this article just because it was so unbelievable. It says, Noah's Ark Codex, calfskin parchment found by archaeologists within Noah's Ark, Mark's discovery of earliest writing. So basically, an archaeologist has reported a new discovery of a calfskin parchment in Noah's Ark. It's called Noah's Ark Codex. I don't even know what a codex is. Um, but it says here, um, uh, it's, uh, it's a piece of paper. Uh, the parchment is dated between 13,100 and 9,600 B.C., it is concluded as having come from the late something period. I can't even pronounce it. And there's a picture here of like a camel and like mountains. 
there's also uh, it's a specially prepared parchment is called vellum or claf. I don't know. The skin is made of kosher animals. The codex has a soft leather binding um, and paleo Hebrew letters and numbers are on it. And the where research, did you find this? Where did you see this? This is I'll tell you. Hold up in a second. It's a news article. It's called Breaking News. It says uh, it says uh, there's paleo Hebrew letters written on it. And researchers claim that the variation in characters represents the writings of four different individuals. They are most likely Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, or their wives, as noted in the book of Genesis. Um, I'm calling hoo-ha on that, man. Well, that's why he sent it to me. He wanted to see if this could be a, a joke. I mean, there's pictures of this thing. I, I, I have no idea. Um, I don't even know if this is real, but... Uh, <laughs> They said that they found some writing on the codex that was uh, complaining about uh, Shem not cleaning up giraffe poop on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> now so. that I believe. <laughs> it stinks in this boat. <laughs> I found like, it uh, out. Yeah, it when comes I was from- a kid, when I was a kid, I had, I had, I used to have comedy albums. Remember those like LPs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill Cosby. Uh, you know, back when he was funny and you could talk about him and he wasn't a sex offender yet. Right. And he had this, he had this bit about Noah's Ark. It was really funny and cleaning up the elephant poop. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. Uh, here's another story from the same paper. Actually, I had to find it somewhere else, but I just Googled it. It says it's about Moses crossing the Red Sea. It says archeologists discover remains of Egyptian army from the biblical Exodus. So apparently uh, the team of uh, team was research uh, was searching for the remains of ancient ships and artifacts related to the Stone Age and the Bronze Age in the Red Sea area when they stumbled upon a gigantic mass of human bones darkened by age. Uh, it was led by uh, Abdel Muhammad, an associate and an associate with Cairo, Cairo's University. Um, it said they uh, recovered a total of more than 400 different skeletons, as well as hundreds of weapons and pieces of armor. The remains of two war chariots were also discovered, scattered over an area of approximately 200 square meters. Uh, they estimate that more than 5,000 other bodies could be dispersed over a wider area, suggesting that an army of large size may have perished on the site. hi Any uh, horses found? Uh, I don't know. It's, oh, it's, it's just saying, you know, this proof. is what they found, um, which is pretty fascinating. And what's what really what really is just unbelievable, because then, of course, in the article, you can have comments, of course. And of course, you get all the, you know, the anti-Semites. So I just wanted to read uh, some oh of the God. some some of their comments. It says, how come stories of the Bible looks just like the stories of the African Egyptians people who predate everyone who is mentioned in the Bible. The Ten Commandments looks like the laws of Kemet. What? <laughs> Maybe the guy's a black guy. Uh, uh, Bl- black Hebrewite. Black Hebrew, uh, Hebrew whatever Israelite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hebrewite? The, the black Hebrewite? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's called uh, Hebrew uh, malt liquor light. <laughs> um. Here's here's one. Here's another anti-Semite. This is great. This comes from Mike Vandermark. Uh, it says it, uh, after you read the article about them finding all these skeletons in, in the Red Sea, he wrote, he writes, except it never happened. 
the people we now call the Jews invaded northern Egypt and eventually left. There are massive amounts of archaeological and historic evidence of this. They were never slaves. And then this person responds to him. Her name is Candy Maldona. And she writes, I love the response. She just writes, are you related to Ye or Kyrie? <laughs> so yeah it never ends hey listen i gotta tell you you know in this class i'm taking you learned really really cool stuff last week we were at an archaeological dig in a place called tel gezer which is in the bible gezer was actually conquered at one point by egypt and given to king solomon as a gift really yeah, because apparently King Solomon had a thing for women, you know what I'm saying? Just oh, like yeah. his dad. And he had and he had one of his like two hundred wives was an Egyptian princess. <laughs> so the Philistines were being a real pain in the tookie, so the Pharaoh took care of Gezer and gave it to Solomon. I thought that was a pretty cool story. Anyway, sorry, I digress. It made me you made me think of that story. That's okay, Matt. Uh, here, here's a story about North Korea. You're going to love this since Korea is listening. Listen up, Korea. It says dogs gifted by North North's Kim resettled in the South at the Korean Zoo. This is unbelievable. It's just a bizarre, weird story. It says a pair of dogs gifted by North Korean leader Kim Jong-un four years ago ended up at a zoo in South Korea after the dispute over who should finance the care of the animals. Kim had surprised given- they weren't eaten. don't give up those dogs that could feed me for a week um it says here kim had given the two white pungsin they're called pungsin hunting dogs it's a breed indigenous to north korea uh it says to then south korean president moon jai as a gift following their summit talk back in uh, 2018 uh but liberal moon gave up the dogs last month citing a lack of financial support for the canines from the current conservative government led by President Yoon Suk Yol. First of all, my first question is, you can't afford dog food in South Korea? How can you not afford to take care of a dog and they're giving them to a zoo? <laughs> what dogs go to a zoo? I well, I guess only in Korea. Maybe our North Korean caller can, I mean, our Korean caller can call in and ask us <laughs> and, and tell us. I mean, so it says, you want to know the dog's names? Would love to. Uh, <laughs> You sound thrilled. Uh, it says uh, the, Riveted, dog's, babe. <laughs> the, do- the dog's name is Gomi and Song Gang, Song Gang. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Song Gang, Song Gang. Or did you just say Song Gang twice? <laughs> I just said Song Gang twice because it's a great name. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name, Song Gang. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, so now they're in a zoo. <laughs> Because apparently the president doesn't know how to, he can't afford to take uh, take care of a dog anyway. <laughs> just, oh Maybe they don't God. get paid a lot. I don't understand it. <laughs> anyway, there's a picture of them here. They're actually in some nice looking dogs. They look like white wolves. But anyway, uh, I just thought that was a a little, so all you animal activists can go, uh, you know, protest. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I the, you know what the one thing I miss most about not not reading any news? What? Florida man. Ah, Florida man. Well, you know, I do since it's we have the last week of 2022. Um I was going to tell you another story, but hey, you know what? 
We could no, go ahead, right. man. Go ahead. Oh, you have a Florida man. Well, I have something. I wanted something special uh, because it's the end of the year. Um, it was uh, the craziest Florida man headlines uh, to finish out 2022. The craziest? <laughs> the How craziest. <laughs> Some of them I can't even read on the air because they're too funny. Um, but that's fine. Uh, would you like to hear them? It's a good way to kind of end the show. We always sure, end man. Up, you know, because we brought Florida Man with you, and now you're guest hosting, which I want to thank you very much. And uh, because I know you're so thank busy, you. Um, thank you with, with your anti-Semitic tour thank guides. You. <laughs> oh, yo, I got to tell you something. Let me. You know what is the the stuff that you hear from? Uh, like, do you know the organization Regavim? Uh, no, it's like a, it's like a conservative organization. They 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 watch like land theft by you know the Arabs and oh and, okay uh, you know and and the Bedouins and the Negev. We had um <clears throat> you know they and they're just trying to get the Israeli law applied equally to the Arab population as well as the Jewish population. We had one tour guide tell us that they, how they were an obstacle to peace. I mean they're like it was like wow. We were at a site last week, and it was Christian heritage stuff. And we were at this town, and we were told that there is no Jewish connection to this town. And so after we're in this Byzantine church, you see a sign. It's right there. It says, pointing down a path to the Jewish tombs. Like, weren't we just told there's no Jewish connection here? So you go down there, and you see it takes some pictures. You go home, you Google it. And in fact, it used to be an Arab town there where Jews lived, and that's where they belonged. But the next site we go to on top of some other historic tell, and there's a bunch of religious Jews up there singing and dancing, some type of, you know, celebration going on. And we go up there and they start telling us they're celebrating a triumphant, I think it was one of the first Maccabee victories over the Greeks. And from this hilltop, they were overlooking where the battle was in the town that we just left. Did you say something to your teacher or the whoever was? No, no, it was a tour this? guide. No, no, no. We were, we were, I'm just, I'm making notes. No, we were told, we we're told to never embarrass the tour guides. If you have anything, write it down, talk to the instructor afterwards, but you don't call the tour guides because they're all like different well, you, tour guides each week. You should and have so embarrassed I go home, them. You should have so embarrassed I, them. I'm trying to, I got, I'm, listen, man, I got to pass the test. Anyway. <laughs> So, hey, you so can it's like, this is, this it's is like going to an American land. college. As it's long like as going I get to an American college, test. you want to get the degree? Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> so so I go home and I and I put a couple of words into the the googly device thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. sure enough, the Battle of Emmaus comes up, and it was a big Maccabee battle. Um, you know, during the during the revolt, I was like, no Jewish connection, huh? Well, and I had a Crazy. You need to send a note or privately pull him aside and say something because that's you can't let him spew that those lies and then future tour guides are going to continue with that story. So, well, my I instructor, get, my instructor, my instructor who teaches the class, get, we write reports on everything. So I did write it in the report. Blah, blah, blah. I was told this, and then I put in all the other things. But um, there is definitely there is definitely a bias. <laughs> In the, uh, in well, the that's program. why you're going to be a tour guide. You're going to set the truth. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. All right, so listen, we're going to finish up here with, since we got one week left of 2022, 
with the 10 craziest headlines uh, of Florida Man, everybody. Now, 10 are, Florida Man headlines, man. They're, headline, they're just the headlines. They do go into the story. I can't really go into the stories because the headlines, uh, you know, some of the headlines I can't even mention because it says dirty words. And this is a show for Hashem. Uh, anyway, here's the first one. Florida man trapped in unlocked closet for two days. <laughs> Apparently, some Florida man and his girlfriend were, were hiding from someone, and they, and they thought they were locked in a closet, and they stayed in there. The door was completely unlocked. And they were trying to obviously pull the door open when they should have pushed it open. I don't know, but basically uh, these people were, you know, they were on drugs, <laughs> but they stayed in a closet for two days thinking it was locked. And when the police showed up, the police just opened the door. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's another one. Florida man tries to walk out of store with chainsaw stuffed down his pants. Hi, oh, <laughs> uh... that was a good one. Sir. Some of these we did, Matt. Here's one. Oh, you're going to love this, Matt. Florida man arrested for calling 911 after his cat was denied entry into a strip club. <laughs> he was arrested. He, he, he wanted to go into a strip club and he had his cat with him and the bouncer refused to let him in with your cat. So he got so yeah. angry. So, so he went into the uh, so he, he the, the bouncers wouldn't let him in. So he called the cops. He called 911 and said, I want to go into this strip club and they won't let me in with my cat. <laughs> Now, I have to skip the next one, and you know why. I can't say a certain word on the air, um, but it says, Florida man suspected of using a private plane to draw a giant radar something, a private member, a private part on a male person. He I'm picking the, up what you're putting down. He, <laughs> he flew a plane in the shape of that <laughs> on the radar. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Florida man, I think we did this story, Matt. Florida man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing an alligator through Wendy's drive-thru window. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I remember there was another one where a guy got arrested for assault because he threw a, like a hamburger at, at his girlfriend or something oh, that's and hit her right. in the back I, of the head and knocked her down. I remember that, the cheeseburger. Uh, here's, here's there one. There was cheese in her hair. That's right. It says Florida man. Florida man charged with groping women while posing as a palm reader. Now, this story is great because he convinced women that he was a palm reader. So he would he would he would read their palms in the parking lot of like a Walmart. But then instead of touching their palms, he would he would grab their their shirt. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I got to find the story. I got to find the story. It I'll send you. I'll, it has. No, no, no. It has to be like 10 years ago. I swear. It was a guy in Florida. So you can call it Florida man was arrested going um, door to door, basically offering free breast exams. <laughs> breast cancer awareness month. But he was not a medical professional. <laughs> but he was not a medical professional. Uh, here's one, Matt. Florida man arrested for crashing car into the mall. Says he was trying to time travel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh this this one is good uh it says florida man he was trying to get up to 88 miles an hour so he could connect it like a 1.21 gigawatts that's right 1.21 gigawatts here's one florida man torched a girlfriend's car and then had carnal relations with her on a beach <laughs> they have a tumultuous relationship <laughs> you know what something's wrong with her 
Uh, here is uh, here's one. We're going to quickly go through this. Police say Florida man with no arms and no legs is armed and on the run. <laughs> that was the headline. That's is that, is that like a like a Babylon B piece? No, no. It's a guy who was an amputee with no feet and no arms, and he committed armed robbery and got away. It was on the run. And it was on the run. That was the headline. <laughs> here's one. You'll love this. <laughs> Let me just – I want to get to the last one. Okay, here's the last one. Okay? Hey, what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs at your front door? What? Matt. <laughs> here's the last one. Are you ready for the craziest Florida man title of 2022? Florida man impersonating a police officer pulls over a real police officer. hi <laughs> mm, That's awkward. You gotta love Florida man. Like, oh. I would like to see the dash. I would like to see like the body cam video of that interaction. Matt, I want to thank you so much for being a guest host. Did you have fun today? I, you know, I really did. I really did. I hope I didn't. Uh, I didn't nod off during the show, so that's good. <laughs> Nothing personal. I just look so tired. When I tell you, you know what? I I, uh, I sent our producer a text. I guess like a week ago. I really felt bad when I left the show. No, it's only in an hour. But da, da, da. I am. It was such the right move to do. I don't have time for anything. It's. Uh, well, but it's a miss- wonderful opportunity. And uh, Bezrat Hashem, with God's help, next time you come back to Israel, I'll be a certified tour guide and I can show you around. That's right. Thank you very much, Matt. And have a happy New Year. And uh, thank you very much, everybody. Shavua Tov. Happy New Talk Year. Me, uh, Shavua Tov. Happy New Year. We love you. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dots, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dots from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.